church, your past will never define your future. There's always redemption, which means there's always a brighter day. At our church, we don't think we're better than any other church out there. We're just doing our best to become our best. At our church, we want you to believe in God, but we also want you to know that God believes in you. We are not against people who don't attend church anywhere. Instead, we pursue them with love, the very same love that's pursuing us. At our church, we're learning to serve God with all our hearts, and we're learning to worship Him with all our lives. And if you're looking for the perfect church, we're not it. At our church, we will make mistakes, but we will choose to grow from them. At our church, we're part of a global community that's knit together by the resurrection of Jesus. And by the way, at our church, we believe that really happened too. At our church, we will engage with people who are in real need because we are the hands and the feet of Christ. And finally, we need you to hear this loud and clear. At our church, it's not really our church at all. It's His. And we live and move and breathe in His church for His glory and His fame, not ours. So here's the invitation. You're invited to jump in with your whole heart at your own pace and to experience the life that awaits you in Christ. Friends, this is going to be good. Welcome to our church. Hey, Dad, you want to come do announcements? He says no. Good morning, everybody. Dad, can you please come do announcements? I'll do the announcements I know. We have a move day on June 3rd through 1st through the 3rd. We are moving all of our stuff. We can use all the help that you guys can offer. Um, text us for more details. We also have a youth picnic happening today after church. That is for anyone who's in high school or college. Um, and we're just going to hang out at Parma Park and do a picnic there. Dad, got anything else? You talked about the move. Talked about the move. Talked about the boat. picnic. Boat. Talked about the picnic. Boat. Dad boat. Oh, dad boats. Ah, Father's okay. Day. Yeah, this is super important. Um, Caleb and I had a conversation. We are a little anxious, nervous that dads are not prepared or are not thinking about planning their boats for Father's Day, and we're going to go do this thing, and there will be no boats, which is totally okay. What we need to know, we're trying to gauge, are you actually planning to build a boat? Um, and if you need cardboard, we have mass amounts of cardboard. Um, so if you are, I, I guess, talk to Caleb if you're planning on building a boat. And and I'm and, and all I'm saying is that it's it's a lot of work to pull this event off. And if no one's building a cardboard boat for the Father's Day regatta, then maybe we postpone it and try it another time, and we just do Father's Day at Cross Point like normal. Does that make sense? The the plan for the cardboard regatta was I had no idea we were moving, and so with moving and everything, like I know that it's a lot of moving parts. Um, so we're just trying to gauge, is it worth doing the cardboard Father's Day regatta on Saturday that weekend, or um, do we postpone it and try it another time? Does that make sense? Everybody on the same page? So dads, if you're building a boat for Father's Day, let Caleb know this morning. Everyone knows who Caleb is. Caleb, I would like to build a boat, so I'm one. Caleb, I'm going to build a boat, just so you know. All right. 
Um, and then we let me let me clarify um, let me clarify moving. All right, uh, TJ, can you put the moving day slide up there? Um, our big move. Uh, so we have we're here today, and we're here next Sunday, and then we have to have all of our stuff out. So what we are doing is during the week, both this week and next week, if people have availability, like I have a bunch of people that are coming tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, and we're going to get as much of our stuff, all the small things moved as possible. If you're available tomorrow during the day, I know Kayla, uh, Will and Colin um, are coming, my mom and dad are coming, my sister's coming. Um, we have lots of heavy things, and so I don't want to just put all of the heavy things on Will and Colin, but I'm going to lean on you guys tomorrow. Um, so we're going to try to get as much of the little stuff out. Yeah, question. I was going there next. So this coming Wednesday. No, 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 thank you. No, 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 that's good because I probably would have forgotten it. Um, and I'm sorry, Jake, I remembered Father's Day so you didn't get to tackle me. Um, I, I asked Jake, don't let me forget to talk about Father's Day. If I don't, you get to bum rush me. Um, and so we remembered, so thank you. Um, this coming Wednesday, we're going to make it a work night. So if you're coming to Wednesday night Bible study, come here, and we will load up as much stuff in as many vehicles as we can fit, and we'll take, you know, if we can get two runs of stuff, um, we're going to make this Wednesday night a work night. And if, if we need to, next Wednesday night also. Same time, 7 o'clock. If you can come earlier, um, 6 o'clock, that works too. But, um, yeah, yeah, so Wednesday, come here and uh, instead of going to Crosspoint. And I'll let the Crosspoint folks know that too. All right? Uh, I've been taking loads over. Um, and so I've had about two or three loads of stuff of, of some things to go over. There's some things that have to stay because we need them for next weekend for worship, but there's a lot of stuff that we can, we can get moved, um, between here and there. And the, the, cha- the big parts, the, the parts that are the challenge are like our big rolling carts that we have to roll onto a trailer or a truck with all the stuff in them. And then we move them to cross point, roll them off of the truck, and then we have to empty all of those carts because all of our stuff is being stored on the lower level. So we have to unload all of those carts, haul the carts downstairs, haul all the stuff, and then put it all back in the, in the carts. Does that make sense? Um, lots and lots of moving parts over the next couple of weeks. And so those evening, the Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, those are the very, very last days that we can be in the building. All of our stuff has to be out by Saturday, June 3rd. All right. What are you doing behind my back? I'm good. Okay. Is that it for announcements? I think. Yes. All right. Thank you, Dad. Jess, lead us in worship. Oh, Marcia. Round of applause. Oh, Marcia has Marcia. something. We have tons of boxes. We, yeah, we have plenty of boxes. Okay, if you guys would like to stand, I'm going to open us up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just praise you today, and we thank you for your presence and your grace. God, we just open up our hearts to you, and we surrender our minds to you. 
Help us to focus on you and to be sensitive to your word and to your spirit. And help us to enter into worship with a respect for you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right.
Together we sing. Just hear us all praise the Lord together. It's just so refreshing. <sighs> just want to say that. Feels good.
Jesus, we just thank you for your faithfulness. That even though we may make mistakes, we drift from you throughout the rest of our week. God, you are faithful through it all.
we just thank you for your faithfulness. We just give you our everything right here, right now.
God, we just declare that we will build our lives on you today. Jesus, I just pray that whatever is holding us back, whether it be finances, trouble in our relationships, our grades at school, our friends, we just give that all to you right now, God. We want to build our lives on you. We want to center our hearts on you in every season, in every aspect of our lives, God. We just give it all to you. I pray that anything that's in the darkness would come to light and that you would just surround us. We would just be so filled with you. Sing, I will build my life. song is going to be um, open for a time of prayer so if you are needing prayer if you would like to pray for somebody if you were just searching for that that relationship with Jesus I just encourage you to head to the back if you have specific prayer requests as well
As we prepare our hearts for communion, um, I believe I have enough. It's going to be the prayer of the, the fish and the loaves, unless someone, I can distract you and pay no mind to the person behind the curtain. I think I have enough communion in here. Um, well, yeah, we were going to do both, and I'm just going to do this. We'll do peel and stick communion this morning. We have two whole boxes of the peel and stick communion supplies. 
I know it's not peel and stick. It's whatever it's called. The peel. Peel and sip. Peel and sip communion cups. Um, uh, it's all right. It's. It's fine. It's sturdy. It's a. It's. Matt's crying now. It's all good. I guess. I guess the question that I have about communion is is this: How many people are comfortable going all the way back to the old way? of the bread and dipping in the juice and how many people absolutely have to have peel and sip Um, because peel and sips are expensive and if we can go back we would like to rather than having uh, peel and sip Um, does that make sense so um, like if it's a health issue or a concern issue and you have to have peel and sip um, let me know that. Otherwise, we're going to use the peel and sips until they're gone, and I'm not going to order anymore. All right? Um, okay. Now that we've broken Matt's bass guitar and distracted from communion, um, it's not broken. In Jesus' name, it's not broken. Hey, let's do this before we read that. Um, last weekend... Uh, a weekend before that, we had it's been a lot going on um, in our lives and in the life of our church family. Um, my daughter graduated from Roberts Wesleyan, and we celebrated her. TJ graduated from Robert, or not Roberts, from Rochester Institute of Technology. And so, TJ, if you would please come on, come on down. We have a gift for you, just a small token of our love for you and just a reminder uh, from your church family how proud we are of you. Uh, TJ graduated a year early and is heading next fall, this coming fall, uh, to the University of Rochester to get his doctorate in smarty math things. (laughs) And uh, so, smarty math things. And yeah. And so soon we will have a doctor in the house. Five years from now. Well, <laughs> it's a blink of the eye. So if you wouldn't mind, we just want to pray a prayer of blessing over TJ. Heavenly Father, we thank you for TJ. We thank you for his, his blessing that he is to us as part of our church family. And Lord, as these next five years may seem daunting, Lord, I pray that you would just bless him with with wisdom and comprehension and skill and uh, all the things that he needs to complete his doctorate successfully. Lord, we ask that you would be with him and guide him. And uh, as he puts his trust in you, Lord, that you would show him that you have a plan and it is to prosper him and to bless him. In Jesus' name, amen. Proud of you. Thank you. All right. First Corinthians chapter 11. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. 
Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Father, we thank you for these symbols of grace, these pieces of bread and cups of juice. We ask that you would come this morning as we reenact this meal and that you would fill us, that you would heal us, that you would renew us so that we can walk out of here today different, that we can walk out of here today empowered, that we can walk out of here today carrying your presence to our homes and our schools and our workplaces this week. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Tables are open.
Okay. All right, kids, you are dismissed to go to Kids Quest. Have fun upstairs. I'm going to. So the other... The other earth-shattering thing that happened this weekend was uh, this young man. Bum, bum, bum. Put together and executed an incredible surprise plan to propose to my daughter, Joy. And she said yes. Right? So congratulations. To, to Joy and uh, to James, and I was just excited for them. He, uh, he asked for permission, which was the right thing to do, uh, but he asked me in February, and we had that stretch where it was really warm in February, and he called me and said, hey, do you want to go on a hike on Friday? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why. He's, my daughter's boyfriend is asking me, just me, to go on a hike on Friday, and and I looked at the weather on Monday when he called me, and Friday we had a temperature differential of it was in the 50s on Monday, and it was minus 6 on Friday. And I'm like, we're hiking on Friday. So if you need help with gear, whatever, we're not calling this one off. And and he went out. We hiked to Northampton Park in the freezing cold, and about halfway through the hike, he finally was like, hey, can, uh, can I talk to you about something? And uh, it was great. And uh, so then he surprised her yesterday, and, and we had a small kind of surprise family picnic on Friday. It, was, it feels like yesterday. And, uh, and I prayed that, that God would bless them in their future and that, you would, that he would remind James that if he ever hurts my little girl, that, that I have no problem going back to prison. Um, I love that joke. No. It's a joke. It was a joke. So if you have your Bibles, um, turn to first Peter, first Peter chapter one. And I'm gonna read a, a, a chunk out of the um, the New Living Translation and then I'm gonna jump over to the message. And um, so it's starting in verse thirteen, it's a call to holy living. And when God called us to plant LifeQuest more than 20 years ago, this passage of Scripture um, was part of something that we were doing as a, a youth event with the Spencerport Assembly of God kids and the Christ Community kids at Brockport. And um, we did a, a, a retreat called Avalanche. And this verse kind of just jumped out at me as something um, to be like, this is what I want for you. This is the, the, the journey that I want you to be on as you plant this new church, which at that point when I was a youth pastor, I had no idea how or when or what. And um, so in verse 13 it says, So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. 
Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything that you do. Just as God who chose you is holy, for the scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy. Verse 17 and 18 are the key verses here. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Jesus Christ, the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. Now in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. In the message, that passage where in verse 17 it says, So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. Eugene Peterson says it this way. He says that your life is a journey. You must travel with a deep consciousness of God. And I remember sitting in my office at Spencer Port Assembly of God, all the way down at the end of the hallway on the right, and thinking about what um, what are we going to call this thing that that God wants us to do, this new church plant. And in my in my mind, I thought I wanted to call it like journey, something, right? Um, but there had been a church plant in our denomination that was called Journey Church, and um, our, my good friend Pat was the pastor of it. And they met. Um, he wasn't the one who started it, but he was there for a season. But Journey Church was over on the east side, and they met in the movie theater um, in Pittsford Plaza. And uh, we had gone over and helped them a little bit, um, but then it kind of fell apart and the church ended up closing. And so I couldn't call this Journey Church because I didn't want there to be confusion with, you know, are you the church that was over there and now you're over here? And so this verse popped up as I was reading it. Your life is a journey. You must travel with a deep consciousness of God. And so I was like, okay, I can't use journey. What what can I? And so I'm on my computer uh, looking up um, synonyms. Yeah, right? Um, and quest popped up, and it was like life quest. Your life is a journey. Your life is a quest that you must travel with a deep consciousness of God. I'm like, that's it. That's what that's what he wants us to be. And um, so in just a few days, we're going to be packing up. And we're going to be uh, relocating, as, as the New Living Translation says, that we have been temporary residents. And now we are, we're moving. Um, and I'm excited that, you know, when we think, I've, I've said this for 15 years, that Moses had to set up and tear down the tabernacle for 40. And if we have to set up and tear down for 40 years, I'm okay with that, but on day one of year 41, I might start to grumble. 
Um, and so we're, I'm excited, and I, I know careful, right? That's how, we got, that's how Moses got kicked out and didn't get to go. Um, he got mad, and he grumbled, and God said, you're out. Um, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but I'm excited for this next stage for us uh, as a church family. And um, that, that thought of your life is a journey. You know, we, we have a very unique church family. We have had all kind. you know, we, we jokingly, lovingly uh, referred to LifeQuest as the great experiment that will try anything once short of sin. Um, we, won't, we won't do sinful things, but we'll try anything, right? And, and I don't know, I, we have a, a handful of people who have been here since the beginning, um, who have been here all 15 years, and some of you came along a little bit uh, further into the journey, um, and then some of you have been here, you know, uh, just recently, as recently as this year, right, that, that this is now home. Um, and so I just want to take some time, if you are, if anyone would like to share, um, you know, some thoughts or memories of things uh, that God's done maybe in your family or here uh, in our space, and um, just kind of open mic it if anyone's got something that they want to share, a story they want to tell, a memory they have. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Here, Justin, you tell it. I'm not going to tell it as great as Nathaniel is, but um, as children, we frequently ran around the building because Unsupervised. dad and mom were off taking care of everyone, so we just we we would we would roam and the halls these hallways down here have a payphone and we 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 didn't have any coins so we thought we'd just mess around with the payphone Nathaniel said huh how funny would it be if i i i dialed 911 and so he <laughs> dialed 911 on the payphone and then it started ringing <laughs> and then and then what 15 minutes later the cops showed up <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. you call 911, they come. They they showed up, and Nathaniel got a stern talking to on what was it a Sunday or a Saturday? Oh, it was a Sunday morning. It was a Sunday morning, yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, Fun you time. call 911, they come. They do. They do show up. Especially if they call back and you don't answer. Yeah. 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 Here, Toby. Here, Toby. Run the, run the mic for me, so I don't have to run all over the room. Um, LifeQuest has been getting God's heart for a long, long time. Um, I don't know, Blanche's father was a church planner. And probably 34, maybe 50 years ago, um, he started a church here in Hilton. And he had started churches all over the country, uh, North Dakota, Montana, um, Spencerport, he was at Dansville. Um, and the only church that he started that failed was here in Hilton. So I believe that God had in mind for Rob to start this church, that it would continue. So that was a long time ago. Um, also, 
when Blanche and I were going to church, we were at Greece Assembly for a while. Um, we went to Hamlin New Testament for, oh, no, Hamlin Living Hope. Living Hope. And they had a, uh, um, a prophet, prophetess lady uh, come. And she, this is way before Rob even thought about LifeQuest starting a new church. And she prophesied that we would be, in, well, I would be involved in a new church planning. And I'm thinking, we just got to Living Hope. I'm thinking, I don't want to leave yet. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about. So I just kind of put it on the shelf until Rob says, hey, why don't we start this church here in Hilton? And so we joined you right from the beginning. And so, you know, all in God's plan, so. You're the runner. Yeah, if someone else wants to share. Anyone else? You got the baton. Uh, I, yeah, Toby, tell your story. Go ahead. All right. I don't know. Then tell the story. Also, I don't know if any of you guys remember the hymn. Me and Justice Henry. I don't know. Yes, you do. For the live stream. Aww. Okay, so me and Justice, we uh, roamed these halls. <laughs> we, we got in a little bit of trouble a couple times. But one Sunday, my dad was doing church at the gazebo outside, and Justice and I, Justice and I were really bored, and we were like, man, how can we make this fun? And I was like, you know, Justice, I know a really fun game. It's called Blackjack. <laughs> so we went behind the war memorial in the middle of church to play Blackjack for yeah. pennies. Um, no, for mulch. You're using... No, we used money. You had money? Yeah. Okay. Probably. Um, yeah, so we did that. Everyone was looking for us. Come find us. Another thing we did that was a lot of fun was we called it the Great Wall of China, which was essentially where we would go on the other side of the building. We would climb we would climb up as high as we could and then hang on the wall by our fingertips on the brick. Like literally like rock climbing the, the brick of the wall. Um, and then you would go and see how far across you could get before you uh, your fingers gave out and you fell 15 feet to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. it stopped when a lady took a picture of us and sent it to the mayor. <laughs> yeah, there are children climbing on the community center. Yeah, I remember that conversation also. Yeah, that's my story. Bruce, tell us about Big Bertha. Come over here for illustration. Yes. So, you know, when we first started here, we had to store all of our sound equipment stuff in a room upstairs. So we had to, you know, roll it to the elevator, come down here, and then roll it all the way over here. On Sunday mornings. Right. Yeah, we, yeah it wasn't Saturday setup. It was right. Sunday morning setup. One of the cab we called it Big Bertha. It was a cabinet that was probably from here to there and that tall. Yeah. 
and you know, with the you know sound monitors and stuff like he that. He had the drums, the keyboard, all the music stands, all the mic stands, speakers, and she was custom built so that she fit inside just barely every the lowest doors, and then the width of the elevator. So when you went into the elevator, she went in and sideways, and was literally the size of the elevator. And and as big as we could make her and still make all the turns and fit through all the doors. And I remember the day that Big Bertha died, that we were we were upstairs in the hallway and the wood gave out and one of the under the one of the wheels crunched in and all of a sudden Big Bertha is coming over. And and like we had to shove her back up and limp her down the hallway back into the storage. Um yeah, I remember that. Once in a while, I'd be lucky enough to have to wheel that down by myself. That was like a week's worth of physical yes. fitness. Yeah, <laughs> so it was cardio all, all on its own. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact time. I'll probably cry. I'm going to be more serious than my kids. Um I think it was 12 years before we started LifeQuest that I was at a bridal shower. And, um, yep, going to cry. <laughs> and it was a Jack and Jill shower for my sister. And I, I'm sitting there and conversations are going on and I'm surrounded by people that are from Hilton. And I'm talking to my dad. Everything's going great. Some people are coming over and talking to me and then I just felt like I need to start praying for these people and I was sitting there I was in a gazebo and I just started praying you know just quietly in my heart and all of a sudden I started getting really emotional and I I went into the bathroom and the Holy Spirit just had me interceding for the people at the shower and and I was cry- I was sobbing in the bathroom. People are knocking on the door. Are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm just praying. <laughs> I'm fine. And they just kept, I'm, one after another, they're knocking on the door, and everyone's worried. Is Terry okay? Is Terry okay? And so I get out of the bathroom, and my dad's like, what's going on? And I go, Dad, my heart is just so heavy for these people. I, I feel like we need to be praying for Hilton. And at that time, we lived in Ohio, and I came home, Rob wasn't with me, I came home from the shower, and I said, we need to start praying for Hilton. And we're youth pastors in Ohio at this time. And so it's 12 years prior to this even being anything. And we just started praying, God, send someone to Hilton. <laughs> send somebody to meet these people in Hilton. And... Um, it was a journey to get here. <laughs> we were in Ohio. We were in New Jersey. We came back home. We were in Spencerport. And um, just amazing how God put the Hinmans together with us, partnered with us. And what a blessing to have them help us launch. I, we couldn't have done it without them. They helped us. They brought families to support and um you know, sometimes you don't understand the journey. I know we can all look at our lives and we're like, wow, I didn't see it happening quite that way. And um, sometimes things are seasons. And I'm excited for what's next. I feel like we are in this new chapter, this new season. And I think 
some of the people that were at that shower are going to be coming to LifeQuest. I really believe that. It's always been on my heart, and I still pray for those families. And um, I'm just excited to see. I think some people, for whatever reason, need a church building to walk into versus a community center. So I didn't cry. You did good. You did good. Well, I have a story, but I don't know if I should be the one to tell it. Um, But I used to take karate uh, back in the day. and Anna, yeah, do you want to tell it? Okay. Um, she took, I don't know how many weeks it was. Like, It was the, yeah, it was the second week of her uh, taking, like, it was, it was free, right? Yeah, it was free. It was a bad idea. Um, so it was up in the gym. They were a lot, yeah, they were a lot smaller. And um, Anna, I mean, in the simplest terms, Anna roundhouse kicked Toby in the face. The best part was Nathaniel laughing, saying, I've never seen someone's foot go so high. And then I was mortified because my daughter just flattened Toby. But then Blanche turned to me and said, well, he deserved it. Oh. So, so Anna was obviously disciplined, but it was a story that we will always remember. Nice. Nice. I just find this funny, but it's like completely against the code of the karate dojo I was at. Like, <laughs> it's all in self-defense, and I just, boom. Well, sometimes you got to get roundhouse kicked to the face. So you learn a lesson sometimes. Good. Nathaniel said, well, he knocked the wind, she knocked the wind right out of him. That's when I turned because I didn't see it happen. And I went, what just happened? And that was, so. Nice. So, yeah, my memories are all with the kids' stuff. Yeah. So, like Planet 56, and now I think it's 4, 5, 6, I don't know. But just all the skits that they would make, and that's it. All that stuff is what I remember. Building the giant forts out of all the play equipment. Yeah, all this. Right? Yep. Like you said, we've been here, Dad and I have been here from the beginning, from before the beginning when it just was in the hearts of us and in the hearts of my dad. And that actually probably was before I was born. Um, Or at the very least when I was really small. Because I don't remember it. we were in the city. We'd moved back from Montana when I was nine months old. So it was somewhere in that early time. So it's 70 years ago, anyway, that it was in Dad's heart to build a church here. And for multiple reasons, it just didn't work. But I just want to say some of my fond memories are that uh, in the beginning, Rob liked to do sermon series, and he still does, but they were ones that he purchased and there were lots of different ones but my fondest one is the toilet bowl one (laughs) I think of the toilet paper and the demonstrations and all that I think we've come a long way from the (laughs) toilet bowl ministry (laughs) and every so often I'll be driving down in, in a highway somewhere in another city and they'll have on their billboard 
that they're going to do the toilet bowl series. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that series. Right. I, I've been there. I've, heard, I've been sat through that one. But um, it has been my honor and my privilege to help teach Planet 456. It's been a blessing to do uh, Foundations for Faith with the kids. That's my passion, that uh, young people, junior hires, will learn what we believe and why we believe it so that they're equipped to go out into the world and face all the stuff that they face in the world and know how to stand up against all the lies that they're going to hear out there. And it's been my honor to be able to do that and share that with uh, Marsha and other people who have come alongside. So it's a whole new adventure waiting us. We don't know what it's going to be like, but it's, it's in God's plan, and I'm excited for it. know as someone's thinking about what's next uh, we have met in every configuration in this space that you could imagine so when we started 15 years ago we were this way and we, there was a screen on the wall and the projector was on a cart and the worship team set up and we were kind of like this long uh, semi-circle where all the tables had to be moved and we set up rows of chairs remember that all the tables got folded up and put somewhere. Um, and then Marcia tripped over the AV cord. And I'm like, okay, we can't do it this way anymore. We need a different way. We need a way that there's no tripping hazards. And so then from that angle, then we switched and we put the worship team where the TV is. And there used to be the giant bingo board, right? The old monster bingo board. And, and Dick Reynolds hung a projector screen where the clock is and the board and everything sat there. And we did church that way. Um, and then finally we did the angle because this is the easiest and still sets up the most capacity. Uh, and then at one season we had pews. We had rows of chairs here because uh, there were some people who couldn't wrap their head around sitting at tables and wanted their pews, and, and, and yeah, right? We've been in every configuration. Anyone remember what color this room used to be? No. No, it was industrial government blue. Remember, it was blue in here. And we painted it. I, I found a picture of Ed Shambry up on top of that cabinet painting, and I was scared to death that Ed was going to fall off the cabinets uh, and and die, right? I re- do you remember when there were no cabinets, right? Uh, you remember the bookshelves? Whole banks of bookshelves full of large print romance novels. It was awesome. Books all along that wall, books all along this wall. The industrial fan hanging on the wall because they used to smoke in here, yeah. yeah. And it used to smell like nursing home. Remember when it used to smell like nursing home? Is that, and it wasn't, they just, they had the wrong cleaner. They had an industrial government nursing home cleaner. And thank God, well, we got rid of all the squishy chairs that absorbed moisture they were gross. They were all split. Remember, three-quarters of them had, like, packing tape on them. Right? 
Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Jesse. Hello? Okay. I remember being probably in every room possible, like yes. growing up. Like we were in this gym, we were across the hall in the nursery room, like nearly yeah. every room I've been taught in here right. um, by a multitude of individuals, um, which has just been so cool to be mentored by so many different people and to have like so many people like bringing me up and teaching me and just it's been so cool to learn from so many people like Caleb and Kathy to have you guys have that youth group that we had like that I will never forget. Well, you still have it's just it now a young adult iconic youth group. Yeah. No, it's just been so cool to have all of you guys mentor me and grow alongside me um and just to have little kids and watch them grow up from your little ones being babies to teenagers now, which is crazy. Right. It's just been really, really cool to like, some watch of our everybody kids grow. were born here. Like this yeah. is the only church that they've known. Um, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Think about. It's, yeah. I did. I got it. Um, I just remember. I don't know why we ended up at LaCrest. Maybe Josh Nellis invited us. I don't know how we ended up here. Probably. Um, and we were like in between. Thank you. <laughs> Eternally, thank you. <laughs> we were in between like deciding is this like we wanted to be more involved in, in our community in Hilton and we were kind of like in between. Should we make the move? I don't know. Is this what God wants for us? And I just remember that we I was on Facebook and I saw that they did their announce LifeQuest did their announcements in a Batman outfit. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was like, This is our church. We need to come to this church. I I could it just blew my mind um that a pastor would do that. So Yeah, it's Nathan Pitcher. Or Pitcher, I don't know who it was. I don't I don't like Batman, but I like that we can come to a church that can be that real. I don't know. It was just so cool to me. So I don't know. That's that's how you got us, I guess. Whatever it takes. We'll try anything once, right? Um, so I think my story is a little bit similar to Kathy's in that um we were also kind of deciding like with, you know, God's guidance where we were gonna go to church and we were visiting here, and Landon was a newborn, and you were preaching, obviously. And well, not necessarily. That's <laughs> who Jamie preached to. And in the middle of the sermon, all of a sudden you hear, Toby, shoes. And there was, like, no other anything, and he just, like, went on preaching. And we're like, yep, this is it. This is where we're supposed to be. <laughs> like, was, like, it was just second nature. Yeah. Um, but like, this is all that our kids know. So like, right. it's a little bit bittersweet for us because like our kids yeah. are like, well, where are we going to play? Where are we going to, where are we going to do this? What about the tables? Yeah. Which is why we took a table. Like we made sure that those tables at cross point were important to us. Yeah. So thank you for those. Um, but yeah, this is all our kids know. So, um, like we've been grateful that our kids have so much influence here to, to guide them and. So speaking of tables, there's a family at Crosspoint that so desperately wants us to feel at home 
that they personally as a family are buying two round tables. Um, and so if you would like to purchase a table to add to that, because if we could start with maybe four tables, four rounds in the back or mixed or however we want to do it, um, I don't think we're going to get rid of all of their rows of chairs, but if we have a balance of some rows and some tables, um, please consider saying, hey, we'll, we'll pitch in and our family. They're like 120 bucks for a table um, if you want to help buy a table. Uh, it does not guarantee that that will be your table or it will have your name on it. It'll be not, it will not be the Sweeney Memorial Table. Wow, we're officially Presbyterians. I said we're officially Presbyterians if we're now buying pews and naming them. Okay, okay. No, that's good. That's good. You get a table. Uh, guarantees you, right? Now we're selling indulgences. Now we're Catholic. Great. <laughs> That's what the Pope said. If it makes the church money, let's not go, let's not go there. Yeah, we're completely derailed. I just want to say uh, what an honor it is to continue to serve. Uh, you know, obviously, it, yes, it's absolutely bittersweet. Uh, as I'm, I'm walking the building um, and hauling carts from the, our storage space to the elevator and out to the car, um, the memories of uh, hauling Bertha all of those years and the, the, the metal carts that had all of our equipment and all of our hospitality stuff, right? Because everything that we had to do worship down here um, had to fit in a cart and be stored upstairs. And, and I, I, I have this memory of we, the metal rolling cabinets, which we still have, which will be moved over to Cross Point. Um, it was a Sunday morning, and it felt like we were here all by ourselves, and it all had to get hauled down here so we could set it up. And I, had, I could take, I think, at the most, three of those metal cabinets um, stacked one, two, three, and I am behind the third one. So it's actually bigger than Bertha, and having to navigate pushing this caravan of carts down the hallway, because um, you could do it single-handed. Um, I could do three. You could, you could, we could just go for four. This week we can find out. Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell one more story. Um, and unless you, you have a story. Okay. Um, there was. Turn around. Turn around. Legion of Boom. Right? That was a good season of life for sure. And Vicky in the back playing flute. Right? During worship. Love that. Legion of Boom? Maybe. Maybe if they have a... If we could do a joint team, LifeQuest Crosspoint. Bring back Legion of Boom. Right? Right? Yeah, you guys were all young, unchildrened people. Right? We'll put a kid league together and like 
they're the new Legion of Boom. I love it. <laughs> so there was a there was a season where the village managers changed, and our the the original village manager uh, retired, and they hired a new one, who is our current village manager. And every time we asked for something, permission to do something, can we can we put storage in here? Can we come in on Saturday? Can we, you know, can we do church in the gazebo? It seemed like every time we asked for permission to do something extra, the village said no. And it was getting difficult. I'm like, what's going on? And um, there was a meeting, and the village manager was, again, we had asked for something, and she was kind of working herself up to announce to the village staff that she was going to yet again say no to a request from LifeQuest. And Marty, our custodian, was in that meeting because they had the custodians and the village office staff. And, and Marty raises his hand. And he said, um, I'd just like to say something. He said, you realize that LifeQuest is our only tenant here in the building that actually pays their rent on time. That LifeQuest is the only tenant that we have that we give them spaces that have been left an absolute disaster and mess and they leave it cleaner than they found it. And that they're the ones who offered to paint the Ingham Room and the auditorium at no expense, just provide the paint and they'll paint it for us. How about the next time LifeQuest asks for something, we just say yes. And from that moment on, everything we asked for, the answer was yes, because of Marty. Can't tell him about this morning. Marty killed me this morning. He comes walking in the door, and Marty, every Sunday when Marty's serving, because Marty's been our custodian for 15 years. We have had, no, no, no. We had grumpy old lady. We had grumpy old lady who went to the Assemblies of God Church in, in not Lockport, anyways. Grumpy old lady and Marty. And then Grumpy Old Lady and Marty and Art Taffy, who was, Art Taffy was the big overweight biker guy who brought my kids dinosaur teeth. Shark, no, they were, they were megalodon teeth. They were actual dinosaur teeth. Um, and then Art Taffy moved to Florida and then it was, it was Marty and, uh, and Jim. Um, and Jim passed away. Jim had cancer and died. And then we had Grumpy, I can't remember his name, the guy who put all the memorial things up. Um, and we've had Marty for 15 years. You were grumpy. I'm sorry. Be nicer. What? Our Taffy is not watching. But our, we do love you. We love you to bits. And if you're watching... From your sailboat in the Carolinas, we miss you. Marty comes in. Marty always brings our mail. And I came in. I knew it was Marty. This was Marty's uh, Sunday. And I didn't see our mail. And i got to find out where my mail is. He comes in, and, and he knows this is our last Sunday with him. I don't know. We don't have him next weekend. And Marty came up, and he wants to shake my hand. And I'm like, oh, we are well past shaking hands. And so I hug Marty, and we're standing there talking, 
And um, I'm like, dude, we've been here for 15 years. He's like, yep, 15 years. And and all of a sudden, his eyes well up with tears. And he hits me on the arm and just walks away. <laughs> like, we don't know the impact that we have had in this space, right? The um, Tom, Tom O'Leary and Joe Lee, our mayor, I met them standing on the ramp right here after we had been told we couldn't have Quest as a building, that we wanted to use, we wanted to use the Quest Elementary building as our building, and the superintendent told us that we couldn't. And I walked across the street, Someone told me that there had been a church that met in the community center. And I walked through those doors, and Tom and Joe are standing right there on the ramp, and they were trustees. Joe wasn't even the mayor yet. And I asked them, and so now Tom is a volunteer for the the food shelf. And I'm trying to figure out, how am I going to get boxes, right? Because all the junky boxes from the liquor store are only so big. Um and so there were boxes at the end of the hallway two Tuesdays ago. And I was like, are you guys using these? Are you throwing these away? They said, no, you can have, you know, take whatever you want. And out of the, the food shelf comes Tom with a whole cart stacked high with Samaritan Harvest banana boxes. And he's like, Rob, how many boxes do you need? I can give you six today, and you can have six more next week, and I can get you six more after that. And I didn't even have to ask. It's because we have a relationship, and I've known Tom for 15 years, that he was just like, as many boxes as I can give you, you can have. Right? That's amazing. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this leg of the journey that, that as we... We walk and travel through life. We know that our life is a journey that you must travel with a deep consciousness of God. So we have seen your hand move as we have served here in this building and been a blessing to the village office, to Hilton Parma Rack, to Applefest, to the other churches here in Hilton. And that's not done. There's more that you have for us. So, Lord, we just ask that you would be with us as we close this chapter and and start a new one in our new location, that you would go with us, that you would continue to bless, and that you would give us new memories and new stories as uh, we partner with Crosspoint and see what it is that you're up to. Because we know you're not done with Hilton. You're not done with Life Quest. So, Lord, we ask that you would guide us and protect us in this next chapter. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Blessings. TJ, can you put the blessing up there for him? Thank you. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Have a fantastic week. If you can be here, we'll be here tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Um, come upstairs to the upstairs storage space so that we'll grab that stuff and start sending loads out. And we are here next week, um, but we will have our friends from Crosspoint joining us. 
So it'll be a full house um, next Sunday morning. Um, and then the weekend after that, we'll be at our new location. We're already switched in Google. So if you Google LifeQuest, we're at 1020 Hilton Parma Corners Road. <laughs> right? They have one week. Um, blessings. Have a great week.